Welcome back, boys and ghouls. It's me, your host, Sarah Stevenson, and Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And as I said before, this is boys and ghouls, if I didn't say it enough for you guys. And as usual, I like to advise if you are a troll in or a witch, for, for that matter, <laughs> please leave this room if because we, we don't, don't like, like trolls. trolls. <coughs> and I've been seeing quite a few lately, and I don't like them. Yes. Mm, mm. We won't go there. Won't no, go no. In there. So, anyway, tonight we're reviewing um, this interesting zombie movie that's an independent one, I should mention. A very good one, too. Called Dance of the Dead. That was made or released in 2008. Exactly. Now, I'll go through all the usual stuff, producing, directing things. Now, as I probably said before i love independent films it shows a lot of creativity and a lot of hands-on stuff yeah mm, anyway. same here <coughs> excuse me and there's now, a good selection of cast members involved we'll in get this on to one. that later in a minute anyway produced by greg bishop and ehud bleeberg i think is the right pronunciation mm-hmm. directed by greg bishop written by joe ballerini edited by greg bishop see Hands on, yeah. Uh, and distributed by Bleeberg Entertainment. So obviously he had Bleeberg has got something to do with that. Mm-hmm. And Ghost House Underground. Cool. Name. I don't know about any budgeting or anything. Because this had a limited release and then went straight to DVD. I don't know what it cost to make. and Damn. So it's really hard. But it's supposed to be a reasonably limited budget. So if this is what a bunch of people could do on limited budget... They've done great. Yeah, this just is, what mm. um, Roger Corman or um, uh, Rob Zombie would have done. I don't miss Rob Zombie. Hey. He tastes good and even put sex and then all of a sudden he does a remake. Yeah. Yeah, no. Hey, don't not knock Rob hey, Zombie. I like, I like Rob Zombie's music, White Zombie and everything. That's great. But you know, when he, I've seen remakes of good movies and they're not quite the same. I mean, the same I could yeah. say for... George um, Romero's... Um, no, not Georgie. Zombie. No, not Doc him, but he did. He may turn the zombie genre into a... Um, a, a living, breathing entity. <laughs> yeah, quite right. Exactly Sorry. the right words for it. But, yeah, thanks he to, breathed life back into the zombies. But thanks to him, he did kind of... Um, he kind of brought... Made zombie movies into an, an art form. It made them respectable once again. I mean, they used to have the old zombie movies back in what the fifties, forties, fifties. Yeah, like yeah, Bob Hope. Yeah, have a movie. Like, oh, there was a Ghost Chasers. There was a zombie in that. No, well, no, no Ghost Breakers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ghost Breakers. And other movies had a zombie in it. It wasn't like they are now. Have whole town is full of zombies. Uh, well, interesting. That was, a, that was a different type of zombie doing voodoo and a bit of. Dark yeah, magic but they, they had like zombies, that. yeah, like White Zombie and all those other good movies back in those days. Uh, but the point is, uh, that was the other one, two zombies running around. This is a whole town, so yeah. So anyway, um, who mm. stars in this film? I'm glad you asked. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody. <clears throat> okay, Jared Kuznets, uh, I think it's right pronunciation, plays Jimmy. The pizza guy. Well, he's one of the students at school, but yeah, you know, he's uh does pizza stuff on 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 the side, and he's it's uh, he's um interesting guy. He's been in other movies. Um, I can't remember what they're called at the moment because I wasn't actually reviewing him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been around other things before this, even though he's a young guy. So, 
Anyway, a, lady, a girl by the name of Grayson Chadwick plays Lindsay, Jimmy's girlfriend. Carissa Capobianco plays Gwen, a popular cheerleader, rather attractive girl. All right, so actually, they're all attractive people. Very nice. Randy McDowell. Mm. Jules, the president of the Sci-Fi Club. Talk about nerd. Hmm. Anyway. Hey, don't <laughs> knock the nerd thing. Bear in mind, I like to think that George Romero, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg, they were once probably picked well, on yeah, at they school. They probably started the other nerdy kid in there in the library all the time were doing something. I mean, this yeah. is probably one of the reasons why the screenwriter in this one would have based it around his upbringing, you know, Probably. being treated like um, picked on and teased. And Is it a prior, uh, the right word for it? Anyway, doesn't matter. Anyway, moving right along, uh, Chandler Darby plays Stephen, another class nerd, probably a member of Sci-Fi Club for memory. Yeah. Now, Justin Wellborn. He plays Kyle, a weird, aggressive student. I'm not sure whether he's supposed to be on ice or whatever. He's totally out of control and really funny. I, he's probably nothing like that, but he plays a really weird role. Mm. Now, this could Blair Redford. Uh, yeah, Redford. He plays Nash Rambler. He's a band leader. There's a punk, metal, gothic, whatever band uh, in this movie, a three-piece, and yeah. he's your leader, rather attractive guy, and if, mm. if he's doing the singing and stuff, he's not too I bad. I certainly think it was cool. Uh, one of the other band members is Lucas Till, plays Jensen, he's a band member there, I mm -hmm. can't remember if he's a bass player or the drummer. Um, now, another funny weirdo one, I like funny weird people, Mark Oliver, mm -hmm. plays Coach Keel. He's a school coach, a sports coach, with some kind of military background, and I think he should see a psychiatrist. Now, he is a real weird guy. I think he's still in the military. Anyway, he's yeah. really interesting. He's, he's, he's fun to watch. Now, Drop down, give me 20! Yeah, yeah, for the kids, you know. Um, now, James Jarrett, the last. He plays a grave digger. He, he opens a movie. He's working in the graveyard. When it starts, and at the end and of it, he has a really good closing line, which we might talk about later on. Well, actually, isn't <laughs> he, a closing we, line. Well, he left the clean, he's he goes, there. oh, shit, or something. you got to clean up the mess after all the apocalypse. Well, he didn't swear, but actually. He, 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 he said, just... oh, darn, or something under his breath there, and he just mm. goes, you got to clean up all the crap because all his dead bodies hanging around. He's a grave digger. <laughs> so, so, and be careful, yeah. Mike, with the language. I we, we have, no, I'm um, saying what he said on the... I, I think he said something like... Oh, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. We have a mixed audience out there, and Hello, there kitties. could be kitties Don't out say there, shit. too. No, no, no. Don't say that. Oh, it's a naughty word, kitties. <laughs> and if you do it, your mummy and daddy won't like it. Nope. No, but he says he mutters something like shit or damn or oh, crap. Yeah. Because you've got to clamp all the dead bodies out of the place. Moving it's, on. There's only one grave digger. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Well. Who else? Well, that's it. Now the grave digger. I'll put him last. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I cast. And it's a good selection of people who are a mixture of, of the... Of, well, nerds and, the, and the geeks nerds, and stuff. Uh, the nerds win out. They yeah. say, they can't save everybody because yeah. they've already been killed by yeah. the zombies, 
but they kill the zombies. Yeah, unlike mm. the other zombie movies where we have, um, you know, if you've seen most of the zombie movies where they deal with military and a mix of people. Like, yeah, yeah, the military comes in and, and then some scientists help out and then the scientists yeah. are told, bugger off, but the scientists end up saving the day where the military guys had all killed. You know, that's yeah, also. something like that. <coughs> like Resident Evil's a bit low, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, mm. I know in the past, I also I should bring up before we begin, go on, I have... Last year I didn't. I was gonna try to get around to doing zombie movies, but then the um the lockdown yeah. happened. And people dying. And, and didn't I didn't think it. right there and there was a good time the, to bring in zombie outbreaks. So, yada, yada, yada. so now we might do this tonight, yeah. and we might do World War Z later on, and other good groovy movies. Maybe Night <laughs> of the Living Dead. Oh yes, a bit of George A. Romero. Yeah. Or even Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident Evil, that's a good one. That's a more good one. zombies. Yeah. So anyway, so I'll move the into... Parliament the... sitting, they're full of zombies. Hmm. No. So anyway, I'll move into the movie itself. So it starts off with these kids preparing for prom. And there's this horror... And in this very town is this interesting gas... Um, um, plant, whatever No, called? it's a nuclear power plant. Nuclear yeah, power plant. A little bit plant. like in The Simpsons, they've got the uh, nuclear power plant, mm-hmm. plant in the background. And then with Simpsons there, got all, they say, there's nothing wrong here. And you've got a three-eyed fish or something else. You know? Yeah, and, I but, Well, this one here has got the same sort of thing happening, but we're full yeah. people. Yeah, Yeah. even though they have every... It's right there. It's the elephant in the room. And you know deep down there's, it, there's nothing good about this plant. Yeah, I wouldn't have one next door to me. But yeah. I'm, I know, look, I, I believe nuclear power is probably the way to go of the future. Mm. But I wouldn't recommend having it in a suburban area. Not yeah. because of zombies or anything, but there would be some toxins and yeah. stuff and other problems with it. So, yeah. But they always put them in the wrong place. Yeah, mm. so anyway, um, it's getting close to prom. Everyone is getting their dresses, their stuff together, preparing for prom queen, yada, yada, yada. Except for a bunch of the um, geeks who, one of them wanted to go to prom to, with a cheerleader, but she turned him down to date a, um, uh, date one of the band members who was also going to take part in the festivities. But I guess they were taken. But I guess another band decided to become. The, the band well, to the, the, play the, the music. school teachers didn't like the band. And the music rocked. I, I, and I, whoever's playing the music, I didn't look at the credits or anything, but the guys, the music that they did as that band in the movie was really raunchy, grungy. And great. Uh, what wasn't, I, 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 I can't put into words whether it's hard rock or touches of... Uh, Gothic metal. So I don't know. It's it's in there somewhere, and it's really good. Oh baby! No, that's not that. They did the soft ballad one. No, I do like that one. The grungy ones. But the grungy yeah. ones are yeah, cool. really good. Mm, I, I like grunge. I used to be in a punk band years ago. Yes. So moving on. Yeah. So anyway, meanwhile, on. Lindsay, the um gir- the girlfriend of let me see Jimmy's girlfriend, she wants to go to prom and have all these great memories of them together. And, but Jimmy wants to, he just doesn't feel in the prom spirit or anything like that. So well, she dumps well, him no, and tries to go for a guy who's a popular guy. Yeah, yeah. 
and we'll be upping yourself too. Yeah, yeah. and Jimmy you know, and kid, the other kid kids mm. who were outcasts are treated rather unfairly yeah, the by the teachers. The sci-fi club guys. The, yeah. The four nerdy guys? Yeah, yeah. Four, nerdy, four, the, four nerds. Yeah, and they feel like they're, you know, outcasts. They were. Yeah. They're geeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, they're really geeks. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know, anyone who's normal or popular mm. in this either dies or goes into hiding. Hey, was there a movie called Revenge of the Nerds? Mm-mm. Yes, maybe. Well, this is, this, is a, this is a zombie apocalypse type Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> as I said, this um, depicts the geeks as and the um, outcasts as heroes in this. Unlike the ones who just don't know what to do and they hide or run or just pee their pants. Exactly right. Yes, as you soon will see. So anyway, well, I hope you see it. So anyway, everyone's getting ready to go to prom. Jimmy, it, on the other hand, can't go to prom because he's called in by his boss at pizza. Really? Well, no, he wants to go to the prom. He's going to do a delivery on the way to the prom. Yeah, so he's told to go do a delivery unscheduled to to the some residence. Anyway, meanwhile, Lindsay is with her date, and they, instead of going directly to prom, she, they go directly to the graveyard. And What a great place to go parking. <laughs> yes, a great place to park I have and, never, I've and never done do that whatever. <laughs> meanwhile, the um, science club members, they decide to go down to the graveyard too to play around with some special um, equipment. They're t- t- testing out, um, I suppose, probably EMF type equipment to see if they can find a ghost. Exactly. They so. find more than they bargain for, don't they? Yes. Mm. Of course, the graveyard digger tells them to stay on the path, even though that doesn't do us any good. Does it? Because like? the zombies went on the path as well. Yes. As it turns <laughs> out, they head into a crypt. Um, no, um, no comment cam- cameo to. Jonkers here. here. Ah, okay, leave, leave Johnny out this one. Okay, I love Sorry. John. But, mm. Anyway, they go into a crypt and they get tackled by these zombies. They start coming out of the woods. They even killed and decapitated um, Lindsay's date. With he deserved it. He was, he was a nasty guy. Yeah. So they jump into his car and they try to make a break for it. And for a while they do a good job, but then they run out of gas. Meanwhile, Jimmy is um, delivering the pizzas, and he gets um, meets the zombie. Well, he apparently. delivers the pizzas to the house, and the people have already been attacked by zombies, and yeah. you've got a zombie family. Yeah, it seems mm. like everyone that you see in this will be a zombie, even the parents. I wouldn't be surprised that when Jimmy goes home tonight, he'll probably meet his mum and find out she's a zombie now. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know, you see. That's interesting concept. Interesting. So, anyway... Um, he then meets up with another a school bully of his, who's a bit of an out, a horror, a really creepy outcast. Yeah, Kyle. Yes, he's Kyle, the weird nasty guy. And he's he's sitting there. He's supposed to be tough all the time, being nasty and control. Yeah. He's sitting in there. Yeah, uh, I sit on the ground next to him. He's up to up overturned van, yeah. whimpering like a little yeah. child. Really yeah. funny. <laughs> he also has a gun, which uh, is mentioned in much earlier in the. The movie that he ha- he carried around a gun, which could yeah, nice revolver, very yeah, nice. Probably mm-hmm. to shoot cans or do um, or to rob stores or whatever, yeah. whatever. Or shoot the next door neighbor's cat or something rather. Or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah, comes yeah. to mind. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So anyway, um, he and meets up with, um, with 
what's her name? The um, the cheerleader girl. Uh, Gwen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Gwen. Gwen. They meet yeah. up with Gwen, who just happens to be jogging on the um, footpath, <clears throat> and they're about. Actually, he Carl nearly comes close to shooting her. Yeah, he got out of control. He's really good. Yeah, he <laughs> actually did some really awesome beating up scenes in this. Like he kind of um. Um, kind of kicks a zombie, and all you see is his legs and tripping down oh, this, yeah, the foot path. Oh yeah, he breaks the half break. What does something to him? Yeah, and you see the legs running away. And that oh, that was like something now, out of a chicken joke. Yeah, it's a bit or a chicken of, gag. Blue and green screen goes a long way in these movies. I yeah. just like it. It's just like those chicken jokes where you think you chop yeah, a yeah. head off a chicken and, run and around it and runs around and around yeah, like yeah, yeah. a. Well, you get it. Yeah, just like a politician so, or something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, anyway Jim right, then finds yeah. out his girlfriend is in. Um, a building nearby, so they, so Gwen, Jim, and Kyle, they head into the sewer to avoid more zombies in order to reach them. And there we find um, a sort of leakage of probably it's, sewage. No, 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 that's possibly from that's the stuff from the um, the power plant. Yeah, from the plant itself. It, it's Somehow leak. it's leaking into the, the pipe area. The, the pipes in the ground, and, and it's. And it's, it's getting everywhere. And it's fuming yeah. up to the surface of sorts. And bringing the bodies back to life. Yeah, hint, hint. Hey, I wonder if you put a mummy there, an old mummy, just dust mm. and everything. I see what you're going yeah, here. Yeah, well, bring a mummy back to life because that's pretty old and that, there's no tissue left and stuff. Mm, so that's an interesting thought. I'm wondering how strong this stuff is. It's mm. a good thought, Mike. Then you actually really have a chat to Tutankhamun or Ram- Ramesses. I may have to um, think about that one next time I do a zombie flick. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Bring some real mummies back, like, like in... Um, Oh, what do you call it? Thing of Brendan Fraser in it. Um, you mean the um, the mummy? The mummy, yeah, yeah, the mummy moves, yeah, yeah. That's what they 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 the powdered mummy, you know. Anyway, moving on back to <laughs> this on. movie. So they end up regrouping with our other heroes who just happen to be in a building, and as it turns out, to the absolute horror of horrors, they're in. A funeral home. Oops. Whoops. Not the last the, place, last you, place want you want to be on a Friday night. When every, all the dead people are coming back to life. Yeah. Mm. Who's in the fridge? Rules. Who's behind door number one? You know. Yeah. They encounter, <laughs> say, several, say, three or four zombies in the funeral home. And that's where they were downstairs. Yeah. And, and they're right in the fridge area. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, Carl gets killed by one of them. Yeah, well, yeah, he gets bitten on the neck or something rather than he, he, he drops, drops off pretty quick. And he rises yeah. very quick. <clears throat> yeah. Eventually, the heroes um, disable him and smash him and smash him up with their feet, their hands. Yeah, you know what? You, I reckon they probably got a lot of joy in that because he was a, he was a school bully. Uh, yeah, yeah, and un- he couldn't put the boot in, cut his head off. But yeah. they did have, they kind of did bonded at one point in in this. They were trying scene. to. They, trying they to. weren't by sucking up to him. They needed his help. Yeah, <laughs> but they're so, not quite the same so thing they, as bonding. They yeah. realize that they don't have a chance of being in this, this, um, this death house. So they have to look for other means of transportation. There's so, a hearse outside. Yes, with keys and a chair as well. No, 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 no. So they. Get Glenn, Gwen, to um get jump and uh, and try to um get to the um to the car before the um zombies do. So Gwen's a good runner. Yes, she's a cheerleader, as I mentioned. Yeah, she's very fit. So she mm. she bolts out the front door. 
Yes. And, and makes her way through the creepy guys. Yes. Makes her way to the hearse, and then she jumps in there and she swings the car around and gets near the house. Now the guys run down to the car and they jump in. And as, ah. and they don't get to very far until they're both the tires pop. Yeah, I know. Someone shoot them out. I, yeah, I think it that, turns I, out. I, I it think was, the nutcase, the coach did it. Yeah, the gym teacher yeah. guy. He shot, probably shot the uh, tires out, thinking that there's zombies inside zombies the house. Zombies don't normally drive cars. Actually, no, in this movie, they did. A couple of them drove a car. They, they stole Jimmy's car, yes. Yeah. But normally yeah. zombies walk, walk around a lot, yeah. Mm. Yeah, they've if no, you well, they've got nowhere to go. Why get into a car? I don't know. <laughs> if you watched, um, let me see, what's it called? House of the Dead. And sometimes in those games, you see the zombie is actually driving a car. Sometimes. Oh, I haven't seen of that. Of course, it doesn't go successfully. They end up um, grunting and then ending up pulling over and crashing to another car. Yeah, because I'm very good at it. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. <coughs> so, the um, gym teacher suits them up with lots of arc army equipment and stuff, some weapons and stuff. Of course, he says, guns are mine. And he gives them machetes and sharp weapons, knives, you know, axes, gosh knows what. Yeah, yeah. Very cool stuff. Now, while all this has been happening... Oh, there was a funny bit where um, Gwen says, well, the gym teacher says, you girl, you get the machete. And she says, I don't know how to shoot a machete. <laughs> and Send he, hands with machete. Yeah. That was the ad lib, that scene. Was it? Okay. Now, yeah. now, while this part's going on, the band guys are practicing in their garage. Mm. And then the zombies, oh, they open the garage to let the, the smoke out because one of them has been smoking a bit of dope and they want to get the, the uh, air, fresh air. air fresh. And they find some zombies outside and they accidentally find out that zombies like music. So they start playing music. Yeah, for three hours three straight. Three or four hours straight, out of break. I hope they got paid good money for that. I hope they have <coughs> plenty of electricity running. They had the house, yeah. Lights are on. No way home. No. Uh, but yeah. it was kind of cool. It was like the zombies were find it kind of relaxing. I think it was something, yeah, the vibrations and music, something, whatever, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they kind of were, that was their kind of secret weapon against because them. That, that, because our, our guys leave in the funeral home Meet up these guys in a few minutes. Yeah. So yeah. after mm. they they suit up their weapons, yeah. they then run into the um to these um the band members and they told them about what they discovered, how the music has kind of soothing effect, soothing effect on Mo- the zombies. Music has 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 charms to soothe the savage beast or zombie. <laughs> oh, beastie zombie. So uh, so they then get them to come along with them <laughs> to the um prom. And when they get there, the prom is a absolute mega disaster area. Yeah, everyone's been turned. Yeah, almost everyone. Even the teachers, the principal, um, some the of the students. The lab. <laughs> only a few remaining survivors who decided to hide in the toilets was the best way to get it, to avoid the zombies. Well, if you're going to go, you're going to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Luckily enough, um, when I think that the um, some of the gig um, sci-fi guys... Um, one of them got um, what's his name? Uh, um, I, I, I got I got the guy I got um, the, the that geeks, was um, Julius who Jules, ends up Jules, Jules, who yeah. I think he's designed to fl- he flirts with the um, cheerleader um, the, no the prom, prom, queen. Prom, prom queen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she's another cheerleader I think too yeah, yeah. I think so. but anyway yeah and he, he takes commander follow us we'll save you yeah uh, he sort of does a sort of interesting Luke Skywalker monologue where he yeah. says 
I'm Jules something. I'm I'm here to rescue. Yeah, sort yeah. of like a. In- yeah, it sounded like yeah, uh, Luke was rescuing Princess Leia, but yeah, uh, but he was wasn't at a sci-fi. He wasn't president of sci-fi club, wasn't he? Yeah, he Star was. Wars, he, he probably knows all the dialogue. Star Trek, yeah. yada yada yada. Whatever. Whatever. So anyway, they then um, make plans to deton to destroy oh, the gym. Yeah, the, the coach had these little. Incendiary, some sort of bombs, whatever. Yeah, some kind of C4 and, and, stuff. Yeah, or whatever. Or whatever. And he was going to plant a couple of them around the school. The build, well, the building auditorium where, mm. where the uh, zombies yeah. were centralized. Somehow all the zombies were inside the gym doing dance. dance stuff. Of course. Well, there's, a zombie, there's a zombie group up there playing, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, I think they, during a break, they probably killed them or they stopped playing and then they killed them or something. Whatever, yeah. And because they didn't know the secret that the zombies, yeah. the music could soothe the zombies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Who, who would know? No one. No, I didn't read the script, did they? No. Ooh. So, anyway. So, so while this is happening, somehow the gym teacher, while he's in the air vents... Yeah, 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 going through the egg nesting ducks. He um, drops the remote in a plate of potato <laughs> yeah, chips yeah, the inside the, de- the, the gym. Remote. And, inside yeah, the detonator remote. Inside. A plate of chips, mind you. I mean, yeah. yeah. The salt would damage the... Yeah. Yeah, while this is happening, yeah. all the kids who start bolting all the doors to make sure the zombies don't get out. Get out. Mm. But they so, open the doors again, let Jimmy and his girlfriend, Gwen... Yeah. Went no, not Gwen. Her name's Leslie. Oh, Leslie, sorry. Yeah. When it had to go inside yeah. to find the remote control. Yeah, meanwhile, Gwen discovers wait, wait, wait that she's been bitten by one of these zombies. And her, she then take, confides in one of the um, geek guys. What's his name? It wasn't Jules, the other guy. No, it's not Jules. Uh, I can't remember. What one of the Greek, one the one of the sci-fi guys, one of the yeah, one of those. and sh- they kiss, have a ma- romantic moment, and then she turns, and then they he she starts gorging it on his tongue, and when he turns, Stephen, that's what, yeah. And when yeah. he turns, Stephen, um, they start having a bit of a a romantic zombie moment, if you will, and they start eating each other, oh. literally. Oh. Kind of romantic. A nice moment. Boy eats girl. No. Oh, whatever. Mm, whatever. So, <sighs> at least they're not eating other people. That's but always good. What a way to go. You're going to eat your girlfriend, so you're going to eat you. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> so, Jimmy and Leslie, they're trying to find the remote. But when and they, yeah, they go, and the band guys go in there, and they take over from the zombie musicians. Yeah. And start playing music. Yeah. To well, soothe the zombies while... Jimmy and Leslie look through remote control. Yeah, exactly. And eventually, yeah. they have a brief uh, romantic moment dancing. Well, well the zombies are dancing, so it's swaying. So they had a bit of a dance. Well, they didn't make sway. it to the prom, did they? Yeah. So they had a bit of a dance. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> eventually, somehow the what do you call those um, those speaker boxes? One of them, uh, somehow it, went, it was unplugged. No, no, the, the power to the stage was unplugged accidentally yeah. by a zombie walking yeah. past. Yeah, yeah. somehow that happens and the zombies start attacking and... Vent- some, doesn't one of the band members yeah, get over there, battle through there and plugs it in again? Yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, um, Jim and Leslie, they, they're dodging her ex-boy, ex-date. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch. Who happened to ma- he, made it to the, he made it to the prom after all. Oh. Yeah, with his severed head in hand. Now, and that's one thing that bothers me. What's that? Normally, when you kill a zombie, you smash their head in, or shoot them in the head, or cut their head off. If the head's cut off, it's mm. not talking to the body anymore. Yeah. So, they, even though it's funny... 
Huh? Zombie law says that the, if the if you if you rip the head off, uh-huh. you wouldn't have the legs running around, and you wouldn't have someone carrying his head around. You know, Still a comedy, it Mike. Is funny, but yes. I'm used to real horror. Yeah, with horror rules, with rules and yeah, stuff rules, like that. But there's no rules here. It's just a lot of fun. Anyway, yeah, so eventually, um, Nash was able to plug back the um the power power and. This is where they they start really. Yeah, they do, and they put in that one their uh, grungy punk death metal tunes. Yeah, and, yeah. It was really good. and all the while they're kicking zombies in the face and, and yeah. pounding them with their instruments. Yeah, and having a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but zombies aren't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So eventually, um, they then run down the hallway, and the zombies are chasing after them. Hot pursuit. Um, eventually, one of the um, band members gets tackled, and he gets eaten. Yeah, they're on the way out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, Jensen, was a, wasn't it? The drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. very stoned and the the very stony one. No, the bass player. Yes. Stephen. No, it was, oh, uh, one of them. No, yeah. It was not Stephen. We just discussed that he was. Well, yeah, whichever one was a stoner, uh, he he got he got carried away. <laughs> Anyway, um, they get into one of the classrooms and they're about to break for one of the windows. But then the science teacher arrives, who was the guy who, at the beginning of this movie, was really nasty nasty to Jimmy, giving him a hard time about being so um, empty-headed and all that stuff. Well, Jimmy's not empty-headed, he just wasn't interested in what was going on. Yes. (laughs) And if you've got a really nasty teacher who's not very good at his job, you're not going to respond well, are you? Kitties. <laughs> so anyway, um, so Jimmy eventually, um, Lizzie helps him tackle this creature and cut his head open. I think he did. Yeah, slice it straight down the middle. Wow, look, mm. what a great look! Yeah, a, a big rubber head split in half, like blooming like a flower. Yeah, really oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. What a great effect! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they jump out the window. They then um, head outside, and Jimmy then clicks yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 the remote. The remote. Yeah. And Boom! The whole place is every goes school up. child's dream of blowing up this school and don't the get, teachers and don't no, get uh, anyone's ideas oh, up. <laughs> we always dream about it. Oh, I hope the school burns down and blows up, so I don't have to go go to school on Monday. You know, that's all thing. Great. Well, it wasn't your school left, or yeah. at least an auditorium anyway. And of course, mm. the gym teacher um, pl- applauds Jim's attempts and says, "You are a good soldier." Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Because the gym coach, the, the coach didn't like him either. He's like, you, yeah. you're a nice little guy. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't a team player, Jimmy. Mm. He didn't want to be a team player in class. Didn't want to be a team player in gym or, or track and field or whatever mm. football. He just wanted to do his own thing. And the coach and the teachers didn't like him. Yeah, they they sort him as a what's the word uh, most teachers will often say he's not a contributor to school. He, oh, whatever. Yeah, that's not, the word. He doesn't participate. Doesn't contribute. Blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I was an individual when I was at school. I was just I was pretty. I was more like Jimmy than any other hero in all the other movies because I was an outcast, <laughs> a fringe dweller, <laughs> and I can I can identify with Jimmy's character because <laughs> that's what I was like when I was younger. Same here. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I did my own thing, and mm. the teachers didn't like it. But they mm. couldn't, they couldn't get me on anything because I didn't break any school rules. But I did what I wanted to do, and they just had to shrug their shoulders and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I did that to my mother too. So the kids, go there. <laughs> so all the kids, they head on to the the um bus coach, whatever. Uh, well, no, there was a, the, the school bus. The school bus, yeah. The coach would drive the school and bus, yeah. And the uh, coach turns to them saying that the, he wants to go to the pancake house so they can 
organize the next plan yeah. of destroying the power yeah. plant. Yeah, have a feed and figure out, yeah, because they wanted, they knew the power plant uh, was, responsible was responsible for all the zombies. And how we're going to destroy the power plant. And they, yep, well, we're, we're in for that. And they went for pan- pancakes. And then as the bus drives away, we, we away. see the um, grave digger and he's like, oh, great, now, now I he, have And to he, do I reckon he mutters something like crap, shit, something like that. He has to clean up all the dead bodies and stuff and bury them all. And there's hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> so, so he, he was not a happy chappy. Yeah, so no, he no. heads off to bury the lot of them or bury whatever he <laughs> could find. And, and we cut to the credits, <laughs> the end. And, yeah, now, words can only say so much. Plenty. This is a visual feast. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we did it. I, I, it was a limited budget. Mm. Must be a little bit of green screening here and there. And stuff. But mm. I'm pretty sure it was pretty basic stuff. He made, oh, what's his name again, Greg Bishop? Uh, uh, what's his name, Greg? Greg Bishop made a damn fine movie. And I went through uh, film festivals and stuff. And generally, it was like, wow. Hmm. That's sort awesome. that, I can't go anything more. Most of the things, uh, several scenes at different film festivals were sold out. You know, instead of getting out half full rooms on one day. And no, he had to run it several times at different film festivals. That's cool. And they were stacked. People, and the word got around so fast, he went through several film festivals, great accolades, the critics liked it, everyone likes it. That is great. This is, it's, it's hard to comprehend that an independent film mm-hmm. was appreciated by so many people, the film festivals and the critics and everything. And this, gives, this goes to show that a good independent person with a fresh idea yeah old themes zombies and whatever and, and talk a bit of cliche stuff out of some mm. old movies a fresh idea they got the script from somewhere and they rewrote the script and they put it together and made a damn good movie and mm. I I think it's a good look for anybody who likes oh, if you like straight horror mm. it's it's probably not straight horror but if you don't mind a bit of comedy thrown in it's a good it's a good laugh I it's, agree. You, you, you cackle yourself all the way through it Yes. Yeah, so, you, yeah, sorry. So anyway, the screenplay for Dance of the of the Dead was written in 1998, before zombie movies had returned to the mainstream. Yeah, before they became favourable. Yeah, I think again. that I don't know what we were into before we got back into zombies. Yeah, we got back in the old days, the 40s and 50s. We had some zombie movies. Mm, then did. they dropped out. And then George Romero brought them back in again. Yeah, I seem to. Then they dropped off again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, yeah, it seems I remember that they did do for George. They did a remake of George Romero's Night of the Living yeah, Dead. That. that was back in the ni- in the nineties. Uh, that was probably the last Tot- yeah. zombie movie until I don't did know. Tony Todd in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. Um, it, it, it goes down to fate. But look, you know, when George Lucas did Star Wars, mm-hmm. and he's trying to sell that. Yep. People said, oh, oh, sci-fi, that's been done. Because uh-huh. a couple of decades before, they were, they were pumping out sci-fis. Hmm. But he'd taken it to a new level. Hmm. They'd actually taken a sci-fi and made it into a drama, hmm. action, hmm. sci-fi, uh, whatever else you want to throw in there. Hmm. And they didn't, they couldn't appreciate it because the old sci-fis were, let's face it, a lot of them were really B-movies. Yeah. And you had a couple of good ones thrown there. 
but rest of them would look okay. What can we do today? Okay, let's get some people run around here, run around here in a spacesuit and and say he's an alien. You know, it doesn't quite work. Like teenagers around like, space and looking like yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Jim Gordon. Whatever. I don't know. Um, not sci-fi person. But, yeah, but the point is, you know, Teenage Mutant Space, that was a B-movie. It was fun to walk around in frack suits, you know. Mm. Um, that sort of thing. And they're pretty much B-grade movies. But so Hollywood, and, and probably England mm-hmm. as well, couldn't see the value in coming into doing uh, sci-fi again. And they did. And they worked. And mm. the same with horror movies. I mean, it changes genre. All the universal monsters, your Frankenstein, your Wolfman... Dracula's, they had their period, hmm. and then they they got rid of them. Uh, Abbott Costello had a play with them for a movie or two, and then they went into the closet for a while, and later on they started doing vampire movies again, hmm. and remakes of um, Frankenstein, and remakes of the Dracula story. But when it's time is right, and you've got a different perspective, hmm. sometimes uh, time does make a difference. Agreed. Yeah. Just anyway, hmm, yeah. fresh ideas. Yeah. yeah anyway, agreed. irrespective. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. I always believe that that if something is right and it hasn't been done before in a while, it's mm. usually the good time to bring it back or bring, Exa- or, or, bring or, or, or reinvent the wheel. Yeah. yeah. Think that, look, you look at something like Metropolis. Mm. Fritz, one of Fritz Lang's early sci-fi's. I don't know, not fi- sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. It was a silent. Um, for, for its day, mm-hmm. it was a damn powerful movie. Mm, great. Um, if you did it today, you couldn't do it the same way. Mm. You'd have to rewrite the storyline a bit and do things to it. But all the nuts and bolts are there. Mm. And that's where, yeah, that's where, if someone could get a fresh idea, fresh look, fresh technology, fresh filming and uh, directing and everything else and different actors, yeah. you'd probably make a damn fine movie out yeah, of it. Yeah, and I do feel like you know, I, I am correct about. Mm-hmm. For this one, unlike in the other zombie movies, I've watched a few here and there, where they often try to depict um, the the good looking, uh, the heroes and all that stuff. Yeah, it's always there. It's usually the um, the um, pretty face women or um, the um, girl guy candy, you know. Yeah, stuff the guy like candy, the guy candy, the girl candy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and never um, someone who may look like an outcast or looks yeah, like, exactly right. like Well, that. you look at the cabin in the woods. Yes. The dweeby stoner. Mm. Yeah, he was he's always always stoned on Scooby cannabis. Scooby-Doo type stoner. Yeah, 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 like, yeah shaggy type. Yeah. And he's, he's stoned off his face all the time. And the chemicals I put into the other people weren't affecting him because the cannabis would knock it over. So he's, he, 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 he was um, immune to the chemicals. And he wasn't being affected by it, and he ended up being the hero of the movie. Mm, sort of. Uh, sort of, in the end. It's sort of, it's sort of a strange ending of that movie, which we might do one day. We will. Uh, we will. I, I mean, um, that's one that's, that has explored the genre of, of Cabins in the Woods, the, mo- the yeah, genre, yeah. where um, a bunch of p- kids go into a cabin, we don't know what to expect, and then we see that there's something sinister so, going luring. On. And they got no idea what's going on. Yeah. Until but later on in the movie, they actually find out uh, downstairs, and I don't mean the basement, there's something going on that no one knew about. Yeah, mm. pro- this has, this movie, the um, Dance of the Dead, is just one of many of genres. Like a yeah. lot of people often, if you look at any horror movies, they often, um, you know, they often, you know how they often pick a place that you're familiar with, yeah, like yeah. like 
um, well, prom night is is you know, pretty much a well known place where you could just imagine up a horror well, movie. Well, you see, see, in America they have proms. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as we're maybe maybe Canada, I don't know what Canada does. Australia, we have uh, they have uh, end of year school dances and different mm, things. True. Um, yeah, so I think each country, mm. well, most countries probably have something similar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you certainly can identify a bunch of kids prom night or whatever you want to call it. Dress up, go there, hire a limousine, go there, yada yada yada, have a great time and. Yeah, yeah, and it's then usually, it's usually your last year of school or something rather. Yeah, yeah. and then that's mm. when life changes, and that's prob- yeah, well, life changes, and then these people, are, yeah, definitely life changes. This one, yeah, most have died. Mm. <coughs> yeah, well, in most of these movies, yeah. um, if you look at Prom Night and let me see, there's some other zombie movies that deal with a um, bunch of prom goers who end up with mm. in a zombieistic house and get chased down by a zombie or even. A bunch of fraternity brothers who attend, go to a haunted house and realize that there's zombies in there. And stuff like that. Stuff called, like oh, that. What's that. What's that? That slasher video we saw. What's that actually called? What's the music one. Mm. The, you know, yeah, the uh, yeah, the one with the. Uh, oh, Come on, brush. The, the slasher video. It's music video one. Um. The slasher music video. Uh, I don't know the name of it. Uh, you know, it's a slasher movie. It's something Musical. like music. Music video. Music. Is it Freddy Krueger High or something or other? Or no, West Craven High. West Craven High and is in it. And you've got every everybody is a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all yeah, and all through it, and it's all done to to um a music track by some band, and it's downright funny. I love it. Yeah, but. I mean, they all started off as sort of monsters, and the monsters get killed, and then a couple of them uh, come back to life and kill the policeman. <laughs> so, a really good ah. ending. It's really great fun. But, yeah, it's, it's a touch of Carrie in there and other things, and you saw yeah. Michael Myers in there, you may have and you s- saw Freddy Krueger in there. You may have yeah. seen it um, on YouTube, maybe. I'm not sure. I guess Carrie. I saw some sort of slice, something rather slasher video. Mm, yeah. I think music video. I can't remember what it's called at the moment, but, yeah, some, some of you might know it. Uh, Talk uh, your friends uh, about it. It's uh, great. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you don't know that bit of the opening, yeah. then you, you well, you'll but yeah, so, yeah, if, if I find later on, I'll tell you guys about it. But yeah. really funny, but yeah, I love monsters. I like comedy monsters, and I like comedy horror. I like the classic yeah. monsters. I mean, like the the um like um Jason Voorhees, Michael yeah. Myers. Well, he's there. He was my stars. I mean, slash of video. <laughs> And, and that's a music video. Hmm. I mean, they're really, they're really great when you think about it. I mean, they were. I mean, they were cl- awesome slasher guys, and they they probably they brought them the slasher genre into its into where it is today. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think honestly, somewhere online, slasher videos aren't gonna keep going. I mean, it's like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have your time in the sun, and all of a sudden, uh, the idea is gonna drop off, and then they're gonna bring something new in. True, true. There's always going to be some. Hopefully, there's some really good ideas out there mm-hmm. because you can't. I mean, it's like Creeps from Black Lagoon. Yeah, do I remember movies, that during the eighties yeah. that they did make a lot of like a lot of slasher films back then. Uh, most of the time, dealing with people who are just campers, you doing rock climbing in the woods, and mm. then they meet the um kill, slasher killer. It doesn't matter if it's a homeless man or a weird person with a past or even Bigfoot. Yeah. Or just a person they depict as Bigfoot. I don't know. Yeah, somewhat. And then the whole, we hear a um, person telling a really creepy ghost story about this sort of thing. And that builds the story in suspense. And then molds the story into 
the um, story we all know today. And it becomes reality. Yeah, like and then I, storytelling or something. Yeah, and then I What's hear. Was there something we saw? Was it one of those short story things where a guy came in there, was out by the campfire, and was telling stories to these kids around the campfire? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I can't was, remember what it's called at the moment. Um, uh, I can't remember the and, name. But I know he, for but a he was fact, actually a killer. I know for a fact yeah, in that there. in that movie, it was not well perceived. Per so no, nah, it's okay, but yeah, he was a killer, hmm. and he was the one who's going to kill them. He was telling a story, ghost stories. And yeah, free ghost stories, stories yeah, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Even one of them that you may be familiar with, the one about the mysterious man with the hook, the urban legend about the yeah, hook, yeah, the yeah, mental, yeah. mental um, loony who wears, stalks um, women and men who are just parking in, in lovers in that lane and they he just takes a hook and tries to kill them yeah, or not kill nasty. them. Nasty. <laughs> But you know the story, so yes. I don't want to go anyway, into it. Yeah, it's like Monkey Boy. Everybody knows it. So, mm-hmm. um, look, I won't talk about anything else. The critical response, everybody liked it. Film festivals loved it. Um, yeah. That's um, what do reviewers say about it? Um, oh, there's lots of reviews here, but most of them were positive. Oh, and, and, and and even excited positive. That's a relief. Instead, of, I mean, not not one troll amongst them. That's a relief. Even people who didn't actually like that genre enjoyed the movie. <laughs> so. It's, it's got everything you need. It's funny. It's horrible. Uh, there's a bit of a love interest in it. It's, I wouldn't say it's a formula movie, but it's got all the things there to make a good movie. Yes. Yeah. Should we rate it now? Do you oh, think? yeah. I'm going to give it 10. I don't often give 10s. This is a 10. If I give, I give it 10 and a half. Hmm. Good point. I can't. But 10's a top. <laughs> I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 too, guys. I think it's great, especially how it's very relatable. Like, you can relate to these characters. Yeah, and, it's, it's, yeah. and I think one of the critics said that too. Hmm. Believable people. Yeah. Believable locations and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's so boy and girl next door kids and yeah, and, that's what, and the, the nerdy kids who you probably went to school with. That sort yeah, of stuff. You, ki- you, you like identify the, with them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean... Exactly, Mike. I mean, it does. I often heard this a lot from filmmakers who say, "Always write about what you know." Exactly. And, and I, I always tell Sarah something: you gotta keep it real, even in fiction and fantasy, especially fantasy. If it goes too fan, it was too that's fantasy. In some cases, you lose interest because mm. it's, it's people can't identify with anything. Mm. Even something like Neverending Story, a fictitious land, everything, but you had a little kid there. It starts off in the real world, mm. and he's reading a book about another world. Mm. But it keeps coming back to the real world. That was the escape area. Now, how many kids grew up having fantasies in their head and fictitious uh, and, and little friends who weren't there and stuff, yeah, and used and um, used their imagination to make games up? Same sort of thing. So mm. you can identify with it. Exactly. Mm. So anyway, yeah, I works. think that's about it for yeah. us. So I hope you guys may check out this this yeah. movie. Yeah, I think it's available on DVD and stuff still. Mm, I mm, think yeah. so. And before I, we um, cut cut off the air and everything, I just wanted to remind you guys: feel free, be sure to um, check out my upcoming film project I'm doing in April. So I will, so be sure to check check it out when you're good and ready a documentary what's it going to be called uh, it's called The Lockdown mm. and it's really fantastic and a lot of people are, are really excited all the yeah, filmmakers it's, it's, I'm Sarah's, interviewed are really excited yeah, about it yeah, Sarah's getting a lot of people involved it's, it's going to be feature length by the look of it 
Well, you might actually gonna, trim some of it down too. Mm, because it's going to head in that general yeah, direction. Yeah, so it's, yeah, a lot of, a lot of. I mean, you're not getting any big guys. Obviously, your George Lucas's and your Steven Spielbergs and stuff. But you're these people the have people who yeah. are these people really working hard at it. Who are the filmmakers and the actors? They mm. have worked during the COVID and they um, want to share their stories. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, and tell you guys who are yeah. beginner filmmakers that you don't have to be confined to. Home, yeah. you know, combined to home and not doing anything. Yeah, and, and just, you know, close up shop. I mean, someone said, well, I, I couldn't do what I had planned, so I did other things. I spent time writing scripts or something or other. Yeah. And or, another... or doing some post-production work. Mm. And we had a friend who has, she does stage acting and some film work, and so she was due to do a stage production last year. And they put it, they put it back and put it back, and they end up cancelling it, so... A stage production she was working on. Yeah, but she still did some stuff along the way. No, she even worked, yeah, worked on the script. I know. No, she did that on the side. Yeah, but and she found she met up things with, to do. And she met up with yeah. a lot of her actor friends to go over yeah. it with them. Yeah, I was saying. But she lost that part, but she had time to do the other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, um, you, you lose here and you gain somewhere else. You, mm. you don't just say, oh... I'm going to go and cry in the corner for the next 12 months. Yeah. No, you don't and do that. It's not good to just no. close up shop because what kind of experience, what kind of example is that setting for everyone else yeah. to think that you give up it during a hard t- moment yeah, in it history? It has been a hard 12 months. I mean, in some areas worse. I mean, um, it hasn't been that bad in Australia. Some areas of Australia have been bad and America's mm. been pretty bad in some areas and yeah. England's been bad and India's been bad and some other places in Europe have been bad and... Um, it's but life goes on. Yeah, exactly. You really have to. You, know, you have to look at the the pot of gold during the end of the rainbow sort of thing. Say, okay, this will be finished one day. Mm, you I can't have. say it's going to be here. It's not the it's not zombie apocalypse. We're not all going to be dead in twelve months. You know, it's, mm. it's the, life goes on. We, we we're getting getting through this, and it's their story. Yes. Mm. So anyway, um, thanks for listening to this latest podcast, guys. So um, this is Mike Stevenson. I mean, this hey, is Sarah, this is no, you're this is, not Mike. This is Sarah Stevenson, <laughs> and I'm Mike. And and we're saying <laughs> unpleasant dreams. Ooh, <laughs> See you around, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.